0: In the name of Jesus, that's why my heart is filled with praise. God, he said he'll give us a new heart and a new mind. That's why my heart is filled with praise, because he filled me with joy. Never forget, no, no, never, amen. Well, you know, amen. You know, I can stay in this moment, Sister Dorothy, for the rest of the day. Hallelujah. God, send down the rain. Rain on us, God, in the name of Jesus. Be glorified. God, we thank you today. We thank and we praise you for allowing us to come together one more time in sweet communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. God, we thank you today. Thank you for giving us the health and the strength, the sight and the hearing, the mindset to come before your presence of thanksgiving, to enter your courts with praise, and be thankful unto you and bless your name. So, Father, as your word go forth on today, God, won't you be glorified? Illuminate your word to our hearts and our minds. Whether we're sitting in the sanctuary, or we're out in social media, on Zoom land, or Facebook, or whatever it may be, God, you are God here, there, and everywhere. And we bless your name on today. So, Father, we humble ourselves before you. Hallelujah. We bow before you, asking you, God, to stretch out your hand. Stretch out your mighty hand today preacher was praying, said, God, we need you, there's trouble all around us, and we know that you're soon to come, help us to be rapture ready, help us to be ready, God, to do the will of the Lord, no matter what the situations will be, we just thank you, and we praise you, God, for this time, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, praise God, hallelujah. afternoon uh, to all the saints of God here, there, and everywhere. We just thank God again, and I can't thank God enough, amen, for allowing us to come together one more time, for it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, for his compassion fails not. Mm -hmm. It's renewed every morning. Great is God's faithfulness, Amen. amen? How many have found God to be faithful, amen? Has he been faithful to you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, Praise God. You see, the I believe, uh, whether you're here in the sanctuary, wherever you may be, the subject today is hold fast to your confession. Hold fast to your confession. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to what God has already shown you and spoken to your heart. Hold on and don't let go. You know we're living at a time we need to have a death grip Oh, God. Amen. We need to have a death grip on the things of God. We need to know in whom we have believed and we need to know why we believe what we believe and who has brought us to this point in our lives. We're troubled on every side. But God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the end of the earth. Uh, Hold fast to your confession, confession, confession. Thank you all. What is it that we're confessing? What is it that we're professing? Hold on to it. Thank you, God. Confession, according to part of Webster and part of Kermit, part of wherever, confession, an open profession of faith in God. Is anybody today confessing God? Is there anyone today that's confessing the Lord Jesus in your heart? Are you, are you, are you kind of like the Psalms 107 and 2 that we studied in Power Hour this morning, where it said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Confession, hold on to your confession. An open profession, profession of faith in God, it is also an acknowledgment of sins to God. Confession, I heard it said, honest confession is good for the soul. Honest confession is good for the so God, here I am, ragged and wretched, a sinner God, who needs your mercy and needs your grace. God have mercy. Uh, it's also you know, we live in a time where folks everybody think they right. ain't nobody right but the individual that's talking. but every word of God is right, you know. The last, I believe the last uh, verse in the book of Judges said all the people did what was right in their own eyes. You know, that's a terrible place. (laughs) That's a terrible place to be because I want to do what's right in the Lord's eyes. I want to please the Lord. Amen. I've made shipwreck out of my life. (laughs) But Jesus Christ saves us and he delivers us. So hold fast today, saints, to your confession. Let's look at, uh, before we get into our passage, our main passage today, we're going to be taking a snapshot, a little excerpt out of, of Hebrews chapter 10. But as we work our way toward that passage, let's, let's just kind of see maybe a couple of verses that talked about confession. How many are saved today if you're in the house or in your home? Can't see you. You might be able to see me. But if you're saved and love Jesus, you've given your life to Christ, just raise your hands and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Because Romans 10, 9, 8, 9, and 10, or 8 and 9 even, but what does it say? What does the word say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. What word is that? That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess there it is again. I'm just talking about holding fast to your confession. But if, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, believe in your innermost being, that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. We ought to praise God for that. Amen. I'm just talking today about holding to your confession. Hold fast. Don't let go. You see some of these folks that's out there in the wrestling ring, they grab somebody, they hold fast. (laughs) Why? They don't want to let them get loose because if they get loose, then they're going to put them in the headlock. See, So we need to hold fast to our confession, our confession of faith. 1 Timothy 6 and 12, I love this. It says, fight the good fight of faith. He yeah, ain't talking about it with your fists and it's not talking about kicking stuff over and picking up the oozies. But it says, fight the good fight of faith. You mean to tell me that faith is a challenge? That it's challenging to trust God in the midst of hard times? In the midst of persecution? If you, it, it, just a news flash, if anybody thinks that we're not in a fight, let me let you know today that we are in a fight. We are in a, and it's a spiritual warfare raging in the heavens, and right down here on planet Earth. So we are in a fight. So Tim, Paul said, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. How important is eternal life to us? What else, everything else pales in comparison to what Christ has done for us. Fight the good fight of faith. You've got to fight sometime to believe God. Because sometimes you're trying to get approval from everybody else but, uh, other than God. God gives you a word, God gives you a rainbow word, and you want somebody else to validate it. Uh-oh. If God has already said it, then take it for what it's worth. God said it. If God say, move, move. If God say, stop, stop. But God, we're fighting the good fight of faith. It don't look good, but God say, we don't walk by faith. We walk by sight. Because if we walk by what we see, we're going to stumble every time. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called. And watch this. And, and you have confessed the good confession. In the presence of many witnesses. How many of you all have testified to somebody about who you yes. are in Christ? About who he is in you? About who he is in the world that Jesus Christ is Lord? Yes. Amen. Hold fast to your confession. Amen. It's no time for cowering down. It's no time. Everybody else is coming out of the closet. Where's all the saints at? Come on, somebody. Talk to me. You know. It's been so much going on. I, I'm saying, God, nobody but you. Stir our hearts and our minds, God. As always, say, take us back to where we first believed. How many remember the first time you prayed for somebody and laid hands on them? That was, that was a miraculous enough, letting on somebody got healed. What? <laughs> My God. Amen. How many was, was bound by habits? You know, how many may have, somebody may have been like me, an alcoholic, aki, uh, alky <laughs> and, 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 and from a young age, see. And, and, but then something happened on the inside. When Christ came into my life, then I could walk past the old liquor store. And it don't mean a thing. Because see the Budweiser commercial don't mean nothing no more. Why? Because I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. A good confession. I'm going to tell the world, that I can't tell it no more, what God has done for me. Thank you, Lord. Oh, bless his name. Bless the name of the Lord. So in the book of Hebrew, interesting book, people still wrestling all the time. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? All scriptures inspired by the Holy Spirit. So God wrote it. <laughs> Don't get hung up in the, what they call the minutia of things. Sometimes folks just trying to figure everything out. All I know is the man say, I was blind, and now I see. I was lost, and now I'm found. I don't need a whole lot more. (laughs) I was a sinner, lost in sin and on my way to hell, and all I know is Jesus rescued me. I'm not who I used to be. Somebody say, you brainwashed. No, I'm not. I am spirit-washed. Hallelujah. Amen. I I had a heart transplant, and it didn't need surgery. Didn't need an anesthesiologist. All they needed was Jesus. (laughs) He said, I'll give you a new heart and a new mind. Thank you, Lord. Hold fast to your confession, saints of God. We ain't seen nothing yet. We haven't seen nothing yet. You know, I I was looking past this passage I'm going to share with you all today today. Jumped over to chapter eleven, the 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 uh, Hall of Fame, Hall of Faith, for so many named individuals, individuals in Scripture, of how they stood the test of time. But it really blessed me. Maybe this wasn't part of my sermon, but let me just pull it up for a minute, because see, sometimes we live in a time where folks want to be seen, they want to be acknowledged. They want to be the big monkey monk. See, sometimes you're going through, and don't nobody know you're going through but you and God. But God sees everything. He knows the way that we've taken. (coughs) He knows the challenges in our life. So let me see here. Where was I at? Yeah, I got that part. By faith, they overcame. Let me see here. Watch this. Then I get to the scripture in, in Hebrews 10 and 19. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down, and they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the hearted Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? Listen at the word of God. For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Now listen to this. Others were tortured. Didn't mention no names. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had trial of mockings and scourging. They were beat. Yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. Heaven don't know who these folks were. There's some folks who don't know who we are, don't know who you are, what you're going through, but hold fast to your confession. It says, it's it's they were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains in dens and caves of the earth. And all of these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God, having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Ooh, thank God for Jesus. Let's, amen. So let me backtrack to, to Hebrews 10. It's, it's so much in this, so I'm not going to try to take us through the book of Hebrews who who is written to to Jews, to Jewish folks, uh, to some Jews who were looking to maybe go back to the law and the law never could save. All the law did was pointed out sin. You know, the writer was just like the Holy Spirit is screaming today, trust me, I've sent my son to deliver you, to set you free, to turn your dark yesterdays into bright tomorrows. Hold on to it. See, but, but we, again, we're living in a time where folks want to see something, feel something, experience something, rather than trust in Almighty God for who he is. Hold fast to your confession. So I'm going to take you to Hebrews 10, verse 19. And let me leave, read 19 and 21st. We're going to go through 25. Therefore, brethren, therefore, Brothers and sisters, therefore, saints of God, therefore, three P's Christian ministry, therefore, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He consecrated for us through the veil that is His flesh. Now, this had to be music to the ears of some of the people of that day. But some of the people of that day were saying, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's more comfortable to be bound. It's more comfortable to try to follow rules and regulations than it is to be free in Christ. So this is a bold statement. This is These are Bold, powerful scriptures that the writer is communi- communicating to people of that day and to us as well. Because there was a place called the Holy of Holies. Let me give you a little background on the Holy of Holies, and that will help us to look at these verses and 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 and, sh- and share them out and, and sit down. Alright? <laughs> Praise God. Uh, uh, the, the room known as the Holy of Holies was the innermost and most sacred area of the ancient tabernacle of Moses and Temple of Jerusalem. The Holy of Holies was constructed as a perfect cube. It contained only the Ark of the Covenant, the symbol of Israel's special relationship with God. Israel's special relationship with God. God did not choose them because they were mighty and strong. He chose them because they were afflicted, and they were destitute, and they were in bondage. And he wanted to show the world through Israel who he is, for everybody could see. The Holy of Holies was constructed as a perfect cube. It contained only the Ark of the Covenant, the symbol of Israel's special relationship with God. The Holy of Holies was accessible only only to the Israelite high priest. It was only accessible. Only one that could enter the Holy of Holies was one individual in a particular year, in once a year, to offer sacrifices for the people and for himself. And it says, once a year, and you know, Israel, the Jews called it Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, the high priest was permitted, he was permitted by God He was permitted to enter the small windowless enclosure to burn incense and sprinkle the blood of a sacrificial animal on the mercy seat of the ark once a year for the sins of the people. And so, it says, so by doing so, the high priest atoned for his own sins, thank you, and, and those of the people The Holy of Holies was separated from the rest of the tabernacle or temple by the veil. It was concealed behind the veil. The big, huge curtains. And and it says, a huge, heavy drape made of fine linen and blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and embodied with gold cherubim. Now, we remember when Jesus was crucified. We remember when, when, when Jesus gave up the ghost, when, when Jesus ushered in the new covenant and away with the old covenant. The veil in the temple was torn as- asunder. No longer would man have to go to see the priest. No longer. Jesus now is the focal point of all of our salvation and deliverance. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know what? Even with that being said, Pastor Jones, as you well know, the people still tried to go to the temple and offer sacrifices until A.D. 70 when the temple was burned down, refusing to be free, refusing to accept the one who was hung on the tree. We're free because of the tree. I'm not a poet, and I know it. Praise God. But, but this, this helps us to see what the writer is saying here in Hebrews 10. Again, by the new, there's, therefore, brothers, having boldness, mm. we have confidence, we have assurance, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, I don't have to be a priest. I don't have to try to come once a year. Hallelujah. But, 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 but having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, which gave me the access to God by a new, watch this, and living way, by a more perfect way. By a way that's been made, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. He said, no man come to the Father but by me. And so by, and and by verse 20, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us, which he set aside for us, which he sanctified for us, which, which he prepared for us before the foundation of the world, which he consecrated for us, Through the veil, now we talked about the veil in the temple and how Jesus' death on the cross and the new covenant ushered in no longer was that a place of focal point, but now my eyes is on heaven. My eyes is on Jesus Christ. That is, watch this. Let me read it again in context. By a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil, what veil? That is his flesh. I'm told in scripture Pastor Amanda, that He was wounded for our transgression; He was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes we are healed. Ooh, hallelujah! Yes. Something about the word just makes me want to shout. Sometimes, makes me want to break out running and holling and screaming like a wild man because I can't figure it out, but I just believe it. Out, <laughs> Amen. I rest in it. Thank you, God, for what You've done for me. Watch this. Verse 21, and having a high priest over the house of God. Jesus Christ, the high priest forever. (coughs) Over the house of God. My God. I tried not singing too much during the praise and worship. I just feel like I'm going to need my voice today as much as possible. I'm sitting up there pantomimed, trying to hold this old voice down. Pray for me. Let's let's go through the passage and we'll we'll get through it. Verse 22, let us draw near. Again, saints, uh, hold fast your confession, that which you have committed to God you have committed this to a faithful creator. Let us draw near, listen to this, with a true heart. With a true heart. In full assurance of faith. You know, that's a mouthful. That we can draw near to what? To God. With a true heart. I mean, that's, that's a transparent heart. That's a, a grateful heart. That's a new heart with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled. Listen, who listen? see, I always look at who we were, who we are, and who we going to be. All right. And it's all wrapped up in, Brother Tyrone, J-E-S-U-S. And his name is, I can't hear you. Jesus. That's it. Amen. I say, Brother brother Jairo, I ain't never heard you that quiet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Now, when the preacher said today, he was quoting the scripture, that the heart of man is deceitful. It's desperately wicked above all. Who can know it? I tell you who can know it, God knows it. Nothing hid from him. Amen. A sprinkle from an evil country, with, uh, and, and our bodies washed with pure water. Now, we baptized folks, and I'm hoping to do some more, but that wasn't really the pure water you're talking about, the pure water of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, believe on me as the Scripture have said and out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. So so look at what God has done for us. He has given us access to God. Man, I don't have to, let me go call somebody to get to God for me. Let me put it out on Facebook, see how many hits I get back. No, I can call on Jesus in the midnight hour. I can call on Jesus in the dental chair. Hello somebody. <laughs> Amen. Wherever I'm at, I can call upon the name of the Lord. Yeah. See, see it may not mean nothing to you. You might not never had a tooth drilled and smoking. <laughs> That's just one example. But I can call oh Jesus any time of day. And I can go with confidence and assurance I saw Elder Jones preaching this morning. He's really teaching and preaching, but it's talking about his relationship with God early in the morning. And he don't have to go far to talk to the Lord, because He's right there with him. That's what the Lord has done for us whole past. All right, so let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed in pure water. Here comes the main passage that, that generated the text for today. Verse 23, let us. See, I, I, I'm not the kind of believer that's saying, let me. You know, we, since, we, since we, we decided to give our life to Christ, There's eyes that's upon us, for one. There's there's a testimony that we have professed Jesus, and somebody's looking at us, and not always to criticize us, but to look and to see what's happening, that they might obtain that. So he said in verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of what? Of our hope without wavering. What does that mean, without wavering? Without being wishy-washy without being up one day and down the next day, without I'm trusting God today and I'm shaking my fist at God tomorrow because I don't understand what the uh, God, omnipotent God is doing, what the sovereign Lord is doing, the the omniscient God, the all-knowing God. See, but he tells us, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. Listen to this. This will knock you down for he who promises faithful. Hallelujah. He who told you that he's Jehovah Rapha, he's faithful. When we understand that he is the, uh, the Lord God who sees, he's faithful. He said, I will never leave you. He meant that he's faithful. I own this last week and I, I won't even, I can't go there. But on this last week, I've been seeing the hand of God in a deadly situation. My God today. He's faithful. Thank you, God. For he who promised, capital H-E, the one who created the universe, he's faithful. The one who called you to salvation, he's faithful. He's faithful. I don't care what it looked like, he's faithful. All things work together for good for them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose because he's faithful. It doesn't mean that everything that happened is good, but it all works together for good because he's faithful. The sun and the moon is faithful by day and by night. There's a planet that every night you look up, the moon is here, and there's a little planet you can see in the distance right every night. He's faithful. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Verse 24, "And, and let us consider one another. I'm telling you, this feels like it was written yesterday. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. <laughs> that stir up in the Greek is a powerful word. It, it, it's not like, okay, come on, come on, let's move it. No, it, it, it is demanding, it is, it is purposeful, it's it, it, it has it has a motive behind it. It says, "Stir up one another." Thank you, God. We're to encourage one another. We're, we're to help one another. We're to remind one another how good our God is and where He's brought us from. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Hallelujah! You can't do that sitting at home. Can't do that tip throwing to the tulips. We are relational beings created in the image of God, and we're to be about our Father's business. Yes. Let us consider one another. We can't consider one another sometime if we're always considering ourselves. Oh it's what I want, it's what I need, it's what I don't like. It's aye, 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 You know, sound like Ricky Ricardo, you know. It, it, it's, it's me, 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 me. What makes me happy? If I'm so fixed on me, I can't see you. I can't see you when you're going through, when you're hurting, when you're in need of a hug or a smile or a handshake or or a word from the Lord. Oh, God, let us consider one another. You can't consider one another without considering God first. You can't consider God unless you know him. And when you can consider God, you can look back and wonder how I made it over. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. When I was lost and undone without God or a son, he reached out his hand for me. Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Hello, COVID-19. Hello, pandemic, whatever they want to call it. I'm baffled today. Y'all pray for me. Okay, the the baseball playoffs is going on. The the football season is going on. The basketball season is kicking off. Everywhere you look, thousands of people is sitting up in the stadiums with no masks on. I'm just scratching my head. I'm like, huh? Because... The church is about empty. But the world is out there doing whatever they think is. I don't want to be compared with the world, but I'm like, okay, the scripture is telling me not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Is it true that where there's unity, there's strength? And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty? Isn't it true that the word of God said that God has not given the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind? Yes. God knows who need to be in the house of the Lord and who don't be but I want to send a warning out to somebody on today. You got a legitimate reason why you're not in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hold fast to that confession but don't get complacent. Right. Don't, don't, don't get where you're just easy not you know what? I can hear the preacher laying in my bed. I've been vaccinated five times, got antibodies, but, you know, ain't no, ain't, I might use my gas coming out there to the church. We need to make sure that we don't get complacent. We need to use wisdom. We need to look at data. We need to seek the Lord in all of our ways that he'll direct our path. But, saints, I'm warning you. By the spirit of the Lord, don't get complacent. It's no time to get complacent. Hold fast in your confession of who, of who you belong to. I'm not one of them preachers that said, hey, look, we got faith. Everybody come on up in here. I'm not saying that. But as an individual, we need to understand what's going on around us. And now, you see, you remember who was, how many folks was, well, let's pull one from scripture that was complacent. Jonah was running from God. And he was on a ship in the bottom of the ship sleep. God sent a storm. The boat was about to capsize and fill with water and he still sleep. And the men they threw stuff overboard, they did everything they could to try to figure out what was happening. They said, "Hey man, you wake up and call upon your God." make a long story short, he said, I'm the to cause of all this problem. I, I'm running from God. And when God got through with him, he hit the ground running. What is it going to take for us as people of God in 2021 in this craziness that we're living in to put all of our trust in God? Yes, use, use common sense. Yes, use logic. Yes, use, uh, seek the Lord with everything, but don't get complacent. Don't get at ease in Zion. Don't don't be like uh, uh, America when December seventh, nineteen forty one hit, when Pearl Harbor was born, and we were caught with our proverbial pants down. We need each other. We need to be able to encourage one another. So he said, "Forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, as the manner of some is, we need we need fellowship." For me, and this ain't about me, but for me, it, it's hard sometimes. You don't know who's listening to who's watching. You don't know how folks is feeling, if somebody's hurt or somebody got a black eye. You don't know because the church is so scattered. You, you You don't see the children and the babies in the house of the Lord anymore. Where are the babies? Where are the young adults? You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, we're living in unprecedented times. And, and, but, but he who called us, the scriptures say he's faithful. So in the midst of all of it, God has given us a spirit of discernment. He's given us power. He's given us a sound mind. We need to use the tools that God has given us so we can hold fast to our confession. So he says, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another. I can't exhort you if I can't see you. And I don't want nobody running around saying the pastor calling me every day, every day he calling me. I can't do that. I'm not doing that, so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's what I do. Don't think I don't feel like it. Hello, this is Pastor Kermit. How are you? And go down the road. I don't want to do that every day. I don't want to do that every Sunday. I'm not going to do that, but I sure would love to be able to exhort the saints of God. I would love to be exhorted by the people of God. Amen. I miss the divine fellowship, and I know God is working it out, but we need to make sure we don't get complacent the, and miss what God is doing. Amen. Like the old preacher said, let me leave that alone. But that's, this is what the scripture said. For Forsaken not to assemble yourselves together as a man of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. What day do we see approaching? The Lord is soon to come back. Yes, sir. Yes. What manner of men and women should we be? You know, we're we told to run this race with patience that is set before us looking under Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Yes. If I can't make it to the church, let me get out somewhere and tell somebody about Jesus. Yes. The drunk on the street, the homeless on the, in, the, in, the, in the riverbed. Let me tell somebody. Let me be about my father's business. Oh, I don't want to get in the midst of a lot of people. Well, let me mask up, suit up, scuba gear, and go and tell somebody who Jesus is. Say, okay, well, you know, we're we going to wait till we, we get some more data. Well, what about when you need that, that T-bone steak from the grocery store? You go in there, half the folks got mass, half of them don't. But everybody's at the meat counter. May I help you? Right there. You know, like they say, you're meddling now. I'm just saying, hold fast your confession, lay hold on eternal life. Hebrews 4 14 through 16. It says, seeing that we have a great high priest. Yes, yes. How many see that? How many know that? Amen. Tyrone, what's his name? Jesus. What's his name? Jesus. Seeing then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. <laughs> oh my God. He did what? Pass through the heavens. And the folks sitting on the, on the International Space Station, I'm sure they don't say it, but they scared every day. Are we going to ever make it back home? What happened if this thing sprang a leak? God forbid if it's a fire. But Jesus, the righteous. Jesus, the bright and morning star. Jesus, the rose of Sharon, Jesus, the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Jesus, my refuge, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, watch this. Let us let us hold fast our confession. Here it is again. It's the word preaches for itself. I'm just saying what the words say. Amen. Praise God. The heaven. uh, he, He passed through the heavens. Get your head around that. He came all the way from heaven down to save a wretch like me. Could no grave hold his body down. He, Jesus held fast to the confession. He said, I came to do the will of my Father. He said, nobody take my life, but I lay it down. Not only do I lay it down, but I have the power to take it up again." They whipped him and they beat him. They scourged him, but nothing stopped his confession. I'm going to deliver man. I'm going to set man free. I'm going to be hung up for their hang I'm going, hallelujah, take my place back on the right hand of the Father. But before I go, there's an old thief on the cross. He's been ridiculing me, and he's been a sinner his whole life, Jesus, the blood was running from his body, and his flesh was falling off of his bones, but he stopped dying to save that old sinner on the cross. But he see he see, but the, not only did he see the condition of all of them there, but he heard this man. crucified remember me remember me when you come into your kingdom the light came on he confessed a good confession remember me he told his buddy this man haven't done nothing done we wrong we up here for a reason but that man haven't done nothing wrong Jesus said this day not tomorrow not next week but this day you will be with me in paradise hallelujah oh God see him then That we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Is anybody weak today? Glory to God. Is anybody need some sympathy today? But was in all points tempted as we are? Yet without sin, let us therefore, since the word have gone forth that he's already laid it out, showing us who God is, showing us who we are, how desperately we need him, what he's done for us, let us therefore come boldly, come with confidence, come with assurance, come with hyper faith. Oh, God, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Why? That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Oh, glory be to God. Hold fast to your confession. Hebrews 10, 35 through 38. Therefore, do not cast away your confidence. I hope this is speaking to somebody. I'm going to sit down. Matter of fact, on this day, I'm going to finish this up. Sister Maria is going to give us the altar appeal today. Mm -hmm. The anointing of God has been resting on her today. Her heart is full of joy for the Lord. She's a grateful woman who loved Jesus. Hebrews 10, 35 through thirty. Eight says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. Mm -hmm. Don't you know there's a reward waiting on the faithful? For you have need of endurance. You have need of stickability. You have need to hold on. He said, for you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God. You have done the will of God. After you have done all that you know how to do, as you stood the test in the name of Jesus, after you have done the will of God, mm, you may receive the promise. God is not a man that he should lie, He's not the Son of Man that He should repent. If God said it, He'll do it. If He spoke it, He'll bring it to pass. Hold on, hold tight to your confession, your confession. For, it, it say, so you may receive the promise, watch this, for yet a little while. Oh, God, for yet a little while. Some of us are going through, but God is saying just a little while longer. Thank you, God. He's saying a little while longer. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, hold on a little while longer. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. The enemy you see today You'll see no more forever. Hold on. Hold fast in your confession. For yet a little while. and And he who is coming, he will come. And he will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, he says, my soul has no pleasure in him. Hold fast. your confession. Praise the Lord. Amen. (laughs)